0: Get away, bro. For Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 341, March 12, 2020. 70 degrees was the high on this day in 2016, and it was as cold as eight below in 1956. And I must confess, a dereliction of duty
1: oh No. Deeply... I see what sheet you're grabbing. You deeply didn't. Deeply sorry. You didn't. I already
0: missed the first ice out What? Of oh! The day. Uh, yesterday, March 11th, in 1878, the ice went out on Lake Minnetonka. The earliest mm. ever recorded ice out on Lake Minnetonka. March 11th, 1878. But now that I've been alerted... Alerted? Alerted. Yeah.
2: <laughs> He's got alerted. it.
0: Now that I've been alerted uh, and refreshed, I will be uh, carrying with me, clutched in my little hands, oh, shoot. the ice-out sheets. That we I'll tried be, to hide. I'll be bringing right. them in every day. We hid them on you, and you found them. I don't like <laughs> the fact that you hid them. Thank you very much. Hello, GLers. Let's have a song. And now, I'm trying to hear the from song. the mayor's <laughs> office, above the oh. boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense. Your mayor, Joe Souchere. I'll just read two of the more uh uh air-friendly emails
3: <laughs> air-friendly. I can read oh, regarding God. my uh Yeah, you're By the way, Uh right here to you on that one. Sure. The emails that we got.
0: (laughs) Brian writes, okay, Mayor, your Trump leader for life theory sounds like something MSNBC would present. (laughs) Yes, completely nutty, but you are forgiven.
1: Oh, wow, right. okay. Right. And
0: my friend, Sanibel Jim, says, Joe, you're scaring me. I am dropping out of my listing for a while to see if you're still on the building ledge. Maybe next week. You're scaring me, sir, Sanibel Jim. Well, and you know damn well, Sanibel, you'll hear this today because right. you're not <laughs> dropping out of anything. <laughs> we won't allow it. <laughs> Listen, don't I get to have a little fun once in a while? Of course. Yes. I mean, I'm the mayor. I, I Can't I, uh, can't I uh, uh, hypothesize occasionally here, there, and everywhere? I'm beholden to no political party ideology.
1: Right and you yeah. know, well, folks, if you if you work oh, with the man, no, walk on. Jeez, tight right away, <laughs> right, right out of the show. Sorry, if you work something
0: that Reavers and I discovered, we should have discovered it long ago.
1: But if you work with the the man to my right, let him have a little fun because when you when you come in and he's like this,
4: oh, it was so oh. tight. He's just all, He's got his elbows on his knees, and I think he's
1: fully blown, full of coronavirus, <laughs> no, and it's I'm just good. he's uh, you know.
0: Uh, This is from, uh, this is May 10, 2018. Oh, yeah. This is the Washington Post. Story by Lena Sun on May 10, 2018. Nearly two years ago. Now, this is not being read as pro-Trump or (laughs) anti-Trump or pro-Obama or anti-Obama or anything. I'm reading this because I think it's important to know.
1: Okay.
0: May 10, 2018. That's damn near two years ago. The top White House official responsible for leading the U.S. response in the event of a deadly pandemic has left the administration, and the global health security team he oversaw has been disbanded under a reorganization by National Security Advisor John Bolton. The abrupt departure of Rear Admiral Timothy Ziemer from the National Security Council means no senior administration official is now focused solely on global health security. Ziemer's departure, along with the breakup of his team, comes at a time when many experts say the country is already underprepared for the increasing risks of a pandemic or bioterrorism attack. Ziemer's last day was Tuesday, the same day a new Ebola outbreak was declared in Congo. He is not being replaced. Pandemic preparedness and global health security are issues that require government-wide responses, experts say, as well as the leadership of a high-ranking official within the White House who was assigned only this role. Health security is very fragmented with many different agencies, said J. Stephen Morrison, Senior Vice President for for the Center for Strategic and International Studies. It means coordination and direction from the White House is terribly important. The personnel changes, which Morrison and others characterize as a downgrading of global health security, are part of Bolton's previously announced plans to streamline the National Security Council. Two members of Ziemer's team have been merged into a unit in charge of weapons of mass destruction, and another official's position is now part of a unit responsible for, in, uh, for international Organizations. The White House Homeland Security Advisor Tom Bossert, who has called for a comprehensive biodefense strategy against pandemics and biological attacks, is out completely. He left the day after Bolton took over. Mm. NSC spokesman Robert Palladino said Wednesday the administration remains committed to global health, global health security, and biodefense and will continue to address these issues with the same resolve under the new structure. Let me pause right there. What structure? You've just dismantled. Right. There's nothing there. (laughs) Another administration official who spoke on the condition of anonymity because he was not authorized to stalk acknowledged it was only one of the many administration priorities. In a world of limited resources, you have to pick and choose, he said. We lost a little bit of the leadership, but the expertise remains. Okay. Uh, I'll just go on here. I don't want to take anything out of context. This week, meaning two years ago. The administration released a list of $15 billion in spending cuts it wants Congress to approve. Among the targets is $252 million in unused funds remaining from the 2014-15 Ebola epidemic in West Africa that killed more than 11,000 people, far exceeding the combined total cases reported in about 20 previous outbreaks in the 70s. The White House proposal is threatening to claw back funding, whose precise purpose is to help the U.S. be able to respond quickly in the event of a crisis, said Carolyn Reynolds, a vice president of PATH, a global health technology nonprofit. Okay. What was that number, 11,000-something? Uh, Man. After the Ebola epidemic in West Africa. Well, among the targets is $252 million in unused funds remaining from the 2014-2015 Ebola epidemic. Academ- <clears throat> Epidemic in West Africa that killed more than 11,000 people. Jeez. Uh, the White House, and then again, the White House proposal is threatening to claw back funding whose precise purpose is to help the United States be able to respond quickly in the event of a crisis. Uh,
4: so uh, are you saying that our response time was delayed or slowed way down because this team
0: was not in place? Absolutely. The day before news of Ziemer's exit became public, one of the officials on his team, Luciana Borio, director of medical and biodefense preparedness at the NSC, spoke at a symposium at Emory University to mark the 100th anniversary of the 1918 influenza pandemic. That event killed an estimated 50 million to 100 million people worldwide. Mm. The threat of pandemic flu is the number one health security concern, she told the audience. Are we ready to respond? I fear that answer is no. That wow. was May of 2018. Mm. And what did you see two weeks ago? Uh, the vice president dragged out of out of bed to say, you're the new guy. You're now. the guy. You're the guy. Well, I think it's just important to know. Apparently there was a bureaucracy in place to deal precisely with what we're dealing with. But it was among the budget cuts that were respe- uh, requested. Yeah, it was and, solely
4: based on money,
0: right? Yeah. There was nothing political about it. Uh, I, I would think that global health security is the last thing you'd <laughs>
1: cut from the budget. You'd want, yeah, you'd want fail-safes in place, well, always. In any event,
0: here we are. Uh, we're continuing to Thank you, John. We're continuing to cancel uh, everything.
4: Are we seeing the two political parties coming together here and working together and well, turning, that. turning this into a nonpartisan issue? I, I,
0: that would be an ideal goal. I have not personally Wait, let me seen give you that. the John height look. Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> what? I'm I've, not, I've not seen that. I've not seen that.
4: Well, we need to scrap this partisan nonsense
3: I when agree. it comes to this. Well,
0: now, well, what do you
3: make of last night?
0: What do I make of it? Yeah. I thought uh, uh, he was reading exactly what he was uh, had prepared for him to be read by the teleprompter. I thought
5: he was uh, nervous. I also thought he thought he sounded ill. He's well. I'm glad you said that because I thought maybe it was just me. No, no, he that's seemed a, nervous, and
3: that's a common reaction yeah. on Twitter. Really?
4: Yeah, the, the, those exact words. Do you, basically,
3: do you think that it was one of the first times that we've seen him in this presidency have a touch of humility? Uh, I think
4: no. he. Uh, I think he was. You don't think that was the first? Because that's the,
0: that's the first reaction. I, I had. would not call it humility, but continue, and then I'll straighten well, you out. I okay. thought.
4: That I, I didn't watch it live, but I watched it later, and I thought that he was making an attempt at being presidential. Yeah, exactly. He was foregoing the, his usual
0: winging it. You know, he just likes to hit the camera. Uh, and, I'll accept that, uh, but by no means did I detect humility. Well, I just think I that detected a guy wrestled to the ground by reality, which he resents terribly. Okay,
3: yeah, that's. The, it was almost as if it was the first time where he really understood the severity of the situation. And, and
5: part of the leadership deal to me, if he's going to be presidential, is to seem self-assured about what's going on. He didn't seem assured to me about anything.
0: He almost mm. seemed a little shell-shocked. Uh huh.
4: Well, he's really good at, at just stepping up to the mic and winging it. You but know, John, ad-libbing, Absolutely. Ad-libbing. I mean, he's really but But really this engaging, was not the occasion for that. And I think that's why he looked uncomfortable. But,
3: John, can you be self-assured when really nobody knows? What's going on? Well, um, do you want to go back in history? I mean, well, you know, let's go back let's, to May of 2018. You had, a, you had a
5: bureaucracy in place whose only job was this, and that what, got dismantled. What if at the beginning of World War II, FDR had presented the demeanor he presented last night? I mean, <laughs> obviously, it was vastly different. But um, is it, well. We all
4: knew know that the, the FDR knew that we were going to be attacked. We all know that. <laughs>
0: well, no, 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 we don't know that. Jeez, Kenny, where does this come from? Don't, God, God don't. Don't. God almighty. Uh, I kill, think, I think an important, there's a couple of important
3: questions of the day.
0: <laughs> is the NBA acting out of altruism or do they know something we don't?
3: I think they know something we don't. We already have, what, three players that have contracted the virus? At least, yeah, I saw three, I thought. Rudy, this morning. Gobert, Rudy, Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert Gobert. Gobert, Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, who is a massive on, star.
4: Stop. Rudy Gobert needs to be kicked out of the world. There Fred Hoiberg pulled be, off the
3: court last he night. He just
4: has the flu, but he just has flu, flu, influenza. Yes, yes, yes. Yep, but yep. Gobert needs to be sent to the moon because he went and
3: he went into that press conference and
5: touched
4: yeah. everything in sight as a joke. Well, and there was a report
3: from Adrian. Oh, I saw that Warsh- film clip. It's yeah. not funny. It's yeah. not funny. And Adrian Wojnarowski from ESPN, the most plugged-in NBA mind on the planet, said that a lot of jazz players came out and said he was very careless about Unbelievable. Uh, and that th- a, lot of, wow. a lot of his teammates are, are now uh, coming forward.
0: Congress is shutting the Capitol and all House and Senate office buildings to the public until April. The House and Senate sergeant at arms said in a statement that the closure will begin at 5 p.m. today. Uh, lawmakers, aides, journalists, and official visitors will be allowed into the building. All right. But no, uh, no members of the public.
3: Uh, Jeff Passan just reports that MLB is suspending operations indefinitely. Wow. Wow. Holy
5: moly. That wow. is two minutes ago. So
3: camp is done. By the way, I got that from Twitter and I was still paying attention. But who? Let's not do but this. But what is the here. source? Jeff Passan. Oh, Jeff Passan. Yeah, and he, he is. Trustworthy? Is a, oh, yes. yes so what's right. that mean, Reavers? Camp is over? Basically. I don't know if that means the players are going to disperse. If no opening day. I know they pulled scouts from the street yesterday. You remember two
0: weeks ago, what two or three oh weeks God. ago, when Pat was at spring training, and I said to him, and it's a question that, that had not occurred to him. Okay. I said to Patrick, are the twins making, is there any talk of coronavirus yep. in camp? And Pat dismissed me, as many people would at that time, three weeks ago. But my point was, I wonder, I wonder at what point, Will MLB start talking about this? Well, it, in, in that s- short of time period, we've gone from they weren't talking about it to suspending the season mm-hmm, yeah. or suspending operations. Well, it's, There's probably a difference.
5: It's not official yet from what Passan's reporting, but he says it's expected to happen. They, they leave, the owners apparently uh, did a conference call this morning. And, uh, but the, even the only thing that's going to save this country,
0: it's a it's a term that we're not going to foghorn even though it's, it's new to us and it's getting overused, It seems to me the only thing that's going to stop this or slow it is this so-called social distancing. Yeah. Staying out of crowds. Yeah. And so there goes your NHL season. There goes the rest of the NBA season. Did I read MLS canceled yes. the season? Yes. That's Major League Soccer. Mm-hmm.
2: That's the Loons.
0: That's the
4: United. United. The NHL just can't pull the, and the NBA for that matter, they can't just
3: pull the plug at this point. Uh, Pierre LeBron just tweeted that sources say Gary Bettman has just put it on the table to NHL governors, put the season on hold. So far, there is okay. no opposition from the owners. Okay, but the, no opposition to doing what?
4: To suspending, suspending. it. Oh, <laughs> well, wait a minute. Putting it on hold and shutting things down and
3: canceling the rest of the season two different things. That's true. You're right. Um, putting the season on hold is the verbiage. Well,
0: in other words, a Stanley Cup final in about August 10th. Wow. Uh, a, are the Wild? For I, me, I, that'd be awesome. The be latest great. I looked, the latest I looked, I could find no evidence of the Wild have canceled tonight's game against Vegas. No word on that yet. No word on that. No. But they did. Yeah. Yeah. No word. China is reporting. I meant to text a knowledgeable source, and I was too busy. Can we believe what China tells us? Well, (laughs) Chinese authorities are allowing citizens to reopen their business and are easing containment measures, as the country's health commission says the nation has made it past the worst of the coronavirus threat within its borders. Isn't that a ray of hope?
1: Yes, but we, how do they know?
0: Well, that's, I meant to text my source to say, is mm. this believable? Okay. According to Reuters, new coronavirus cases in Hubei province, which contains Wuhan, the epicenter, was declared a pandemic. And, uh, broadly speaking, the peak of the epidemic has passed for China. National Health Commission spokesman, Mi Feng, said, according to Reuters, the increase of new cases is falling. Well, I I hope to God that's true, because that can only bode well for the rest of the world. If they're falling in China, they're fated to fall elsewhere. Right. Uh, China, which has been criticized for exacerbating the spread of the disease by downplaying the problem in its initial phases and failing to share information with other countries, imposed strict containment measures, including a near-total lockdown of Wuhan as it sought to stem the spread of the disease. Uh, The People's Daily... Anything with the people in it. Ah, right. I see (laughs) red. And that bothers me. (laughs) The people's daily because it has nothing to do with the people. (laughs) The newspaper of the Chinese Communist Party, however, warned citizens in a recent editorial that there was still a risk for new outbreaks despite the falling numbers of new coronavirus cases. According to Reuters, the total number of coronavirus cases recorded in China is just under 81,000 and almost 63,000 of those have recovered.
1: right in that newspaper do you see a lot of um letters to the editor with maybe uh some opposing view or you think they're most praiseworthy
0: (laughs) i think that uh, whatever z is doing is just fantastic Uh, i gotta read you something
4: what are the early symptoms any of them upset stomach no Crabbiness, crabbiness
3: irritable okay
0: Hail the Flashlight King. Hail, Hail you. you. Hail Hail you. you. Hail. Joe, Kenny mentioned his belief that this virus was let out intentionally to foster in a, a one-world power and rule. I, too, believe that this virus was not an accident in a wet market, but rather a virus carefully developed as a bio, in a bioweapon la, bio lab in the city that has been the epicenter, Wuhan. It is my theory that it wasn't a purposeful release, but rather an accidental release that probably happened in early December. The Chinese authoritarian party, realizing this accidental release occurred, kept it squashed and allowed a 40,000 dinner to occur for fear of tipping off the rest of the world on the release. I don't know what he means by that phrase. And allowed a 40,000 dinner to occur? Well, whatever. Whatever. Sadly, it spiraled out of control and has now infiltrated the entire planet. It is not a a stretch to believe that once China had developed a vaccine, would use this against enemies in a conflict. Unfortunately, the virus got out before the vaccine was perfected. The reason I feel strongly about this theory is the recent report by the U.S. research team studying the virus, noting the virus travels via aerosol means for up to three hours. In essence, someone sneezes or coughs and the virus floats in the air for up to three hours, Uh, making hand washing a moot point and uh, easier to get deeper into the lungs. uh, This extreme virulence explains the reason it spreads so quickly in large groups. I still contend that containing the virus now is like herding cats. Impossible. So we all need to prepare for being infected with 85% of the population recovering with the new immunity to the virus. Sadly, the other 15% will be in a tough spot, and I can only hope they make it through. As the Brits once told their citizens in World War II, keep calm and carry on. Or uh, hanging on in quiet desperation is the English way. Good luck Scott from Minver Grove. Now I normally don't read these things but I thought that was so well put that uh, it deserved a reading and I'll read one more. Because yesterday when I said uh, in my scenario I was having a bit of fun with it but you hardcores went nuts. Come on, yeah. you you are the ones that need to walk yourselves back Come off on. the ledge.
3: <laughs> uh, <coughs> <laughs> and, and, I'm not crazy you're crazy and you know you're what? crazy
4: you're the crazy one and now they don't believe you but if they could have seen you before the show they would have believed you because you were walking around here with your chest out, patting yourself on the back. I've got it today, fellas. The show is oh all God, mine. Was Kirby Puck you just sit there six. and listen to what's going to
1: amaze you. Hop on my back. <laughs> Jumped on his back. Listen,
0: listen to uh, the Scott Matura in, Man- in Montana. Joe, it seems no one in the media has either thought about or questioned the fact that there is a real possibility that this flu virus is no accident. I guess we shouldn't call it a flu virus. We all know that many governments have tasked scientists to create both viruses and drugs for use as weapons dating far back. Farther even than the Nazis, an example being the development of meth by the Japanese in 1893. Since coincidence doesn't really exist, here are just a few dots to connect. The Chinese economy has taken a real hit in the wake of our tariff war with them. They, like Russia, manipulate their currency so as to always stay ahead of the economy game. But they have been struggling, all the while hearing how well our economy is doing. Mm. They also hear and read how much of our media believes the only thing to prevent President Trump from getting reelected is a downturn in the American economy. How could a nation's economy be affected negatively in short order? Two things can do that, a virus or a food and water shortage. And we have... Also seen that once Chinese officials or scientists who have spoken out as to the handling of Corona have disappeared, doesn't it strike anyone that the one thing that could affect our election outcome by affecting our economy in short order comes from a country who is feeling the effects of what we have done to their economy and in an election year? Why is no one talking about this? Is it too politically incorrect to be broached by the news gatherers and our government officials? The Chinese have a history of researching and and, uh, delving deep into the world of viral warfare and manipulation, and to make the case that they would never create something knowing it would take the lives of even thousands of their own people is naive. This is the same nation that, in the not-too-distant past, had a dictator who killed 60 million of his own people. And let's not forget Tiananmen Square, ending in the Chinese government simply having enough and declaring martial law before turning an armed military on students. I used to work with many Vietnamese and Lao Hmong immigrants back in the 90s. They used to fight and argue all the time. Until, that is, someone brought up the Chinese. Suddenly, they were aligned and in agreement. Watch out, they would say. The Chinese will always win one way or another, and they'll do anything. I've never forgotten that. Pushing back with hands full of sanitizer, Scott Matura, executive chef at Bucks out in Montana. Okay, that's
4: that's the most level-headed, well-thought-out I have to admit, yesterday I might have been egging you on. Of course you were. That's what we do here. (laughs) Dangling the bait in front of you. But that was an amazing letter. And if that, in fact, down the road proves to be true, could this virus and the release of this virus be considered an act of war? I would say so.
3: Yes, you in the back. Uh, is that worth reading? I think it is. What? Uh, the headline on CNN right now, a Brazilian official has tested positive after meeting with President Trump yeah. days ago.
5: And there are pictures of him shaking hands with the president, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Joe. What, what did I do? <laughs> what
1: the hell did I you do? He must
5: have done something. So do you think he has it? He's not <coughs> telling it? anybody? He they... won't get tested. <laughs> he won't? But yeah, No, he said, he, I don't have any symptoms yet. I don't need to get tested. Say this weekend
0: at EcoFun Motorsports uh, on, six, on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake, you can have a, a Bintelli Bike Demo Day with Kaylin Bloom, Tim's daughter, who has become a national, a national go-to expert on the Bintelli e-bike phenomenon. And right now, there's a preseason season Bintelli bike sale through April 4th. All bikes at the lowest price of the season, plus a free gift with every bike purchase to all GLers who mention the podcast. One year, no interest financing on all electric bikes with approved credit. I should say these are electric assist bikes. Yes. Usually with five levels of assist. You can do all the work yourself if you want, but now you're coming to a hill, and you know, and a mean old witch is following you. I don't want <laughs> do to put it in about level four and take Go off. off. Yes. Take off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is the best selection of the year, and uh, the demos are fun because Caitlin knows what she's talking about. It's, uh, it's the time to get to EcoFun Motorsports this Saturday, and every Saturday, by the way, uh, through uh, April 4th is the Bintelli e-bike demo day. So ride one for yourself and see what we've been talking about for the last year or so. They're just absolutely fantastic machines And yes, uh,
1: son. Uh, According to the EcoFun Instagram uh, site here, Connie just stopped in to get herself a new Bentelli B1 electric bike to ride this summer. She got it fully loaded, so she is ready to roll.
0: As well she should. EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 61, right in downtown Forest Lake. Oh, whoa, whoa!
3: hey, hey, oh. Truth, justice, and the sous That's right, in 30 Bales Restaurant in downtown Hopkins is going to be your new favorite spot. They have the best happy hour in town from 3 to 6 p.m. Tuesday through Friday. A number of $5 items, including... All of their draft beer. They have an outstanding brunch from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday. A great spot for lunch. Check out their entire menu. They are a scratch Midwest. Kitchen. And you can see their ever changing uh, entire menu online at their website, which is, of course, 30bales.com. And please, when you stop in, make sure that you introduce yourself to both Todd and Tom. They are the longtime owners of that establishment and they are big time fans of Garage Logic and have truly appreciated all of you GLers that have stopped in for either lunch, dinner, happy hour, what have you. But please make sure that you heard about them on the Garage Logic podcast. You Hey, I just realized it's positive Thursday.
0: I'm, getting, I'm, I'm working on. It. Okay. I said China has he, some good news. We're gonna have to call uh, Schoon over here at some point. He'll cheer us up. He better. On, John, Mike. you take the stick for a while. I'm gonna sit in the back.
5: All right, I uh, I'm good. I, I got a lot of coronavirus stuff. Anything well, I would like-
0: imagine. I would imagine you should. Do you have anything
5: fake like you did on Tuesday? Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Thanks, Joe. Nice the way, job there, thanks. news guy.
5: <laughs> News hooplehead, yeah. okay. <laughs> I tell you. Really got you, didn't I? You really did. Yeah. Yeah. Was, it, was it the Viking? Emailers are, the... emailers are really mad at me. Was it the Packer angle? Is that what <laughs> yeah. you're trying to do? Yeah. You're trying to make a Packer fan yeah. look good? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's not, uh, not hard. Oh, coronavirus. COVID-19. That's heading news everywhere. Uh, President Trump made his speech last night outlining what his administration plans to do. He says the U.S. will ban travel, uh, most travel from Europe beginning Friday. The European Commission, the governing body of the European Union, already not happy with that. They issued a scathing statement this morning condemning the move, even as many European nations move to tighten their own restrictions on the movement of people, both within their borders and from the outside. The restrictions apply only to the 26 countries within the bloc's Schengen free travel zone, did not appear tied to the severity of outbreaks in individual countries. For instance, Britain and Ireland not included in the ban. The White House did have to make some clarifications and clear up mistakes the president made in the speech. Among them, goods not affected by this, only people. Some pundits pointing out uh, people could travel from affected areas like, say, Paris, France to London and then just catch a flight there. Uh, We also found out Wednesday that things probably will get worse before they get better. Is Paris France isn't allowing that, are they? They're not allowing people to what? Oh, no, they are. No, never mind. Italy. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Let's back the tape up. (laughs) Thank you. Dr. Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, saying, I can say we will see more cases. Things will get worse than they are right now. How much worse we'll get will depend on our ability to do two things, to contain the influx of people who are infected and coming from the outside, the ability to contain and mitigate within our own country. Uh, Thursday morning. This morning, Vice President Mike Pence said there's been some irresponsible rhetoric from people, and he seemed to be talking about the president, which I don't think the president will like that, will he? How,
0: how can you? I, are you still running into people who think, "Oh, this is nothing"? Oh, oh my yeah. God! Social yes. Yes. Oh. media. Well, social how how media. can you? Big argument when you, when you have this uh, uh, Anthony Fauci, Fauci, yep, Mike Osterholm. Mm-hmm. I choose to believe they have no political horse
3: in this race. Oh, I have your answer. Ooh, yeah. no, pick me, pick me. You in the back. Uh, because people are really bleeping stupid. That's I, the answer. I'm
0: taking uh, Osterholm and Fauci uh, at their word.
4: Yes. A NASCAR race has been canceled, and I was reading the Twitter fallout surrounding that. And it's ninety percent of these meatheads going. Well, I hope the media
0: is happy. Mm-hmm. They got what they wanted. They're well, making a mountain out of a molehill. Then they're not paying attention to Fauci and Osterholm. Correct. No. They're not doing their own due diligence. I grant you that. Wading through uh, the conventional news gatherers that we have, it is tough to to uh, find object uh, find perspective,
4: uh, but it can be done. So I threw a dumb one out on Twitter this morning, Such. Um, uh, uh, are you paying attention? Yes, Do I yeah, need to change it? Quit going on. Why joke? did you leave the T V on? God, you're just impossible.
3: No <laughs> one No, leave you it all... no leave it on.
4: No. Yes, sir. So I threw a, a dumb question out this morning and got a really good answer. If everybody's going to get this, why are we panicked now? Simple question. I
0: think it's a good question. The answer, I'm not panicked. and
4: the answer is a really good one because we don't want to overwhelm the hospitals all at sure. once, yeah. right? Yeah, we got to spread this out. And yeah, we're all probably going to get it, but we need to spread this out and not overwhelm. But it's them.
3: the diehard, dedicated fans of whatever given event—the the NASCAR race, the livestock deal down in Houston, Houston which is a big road. sports. That's a big, it is big a big event. deal, but but those diehard fans want to believe that it's not a big deal because that's basically all they have. Are you going to get to? Are you going to get to local
5: sports? I am. Okay. I'll, I'll get there. Yep. Like I said, I got, I got a lot. I know. But <laughs> you, you allow other people to
0: take over your newscast, much to my consternation. He's the casual news. That's what we're here for? No, no. He's, he's. It's. His. You know what? I'm turning the TV back on. You're starting to bore me. <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, John. no,
5: no, now, John. John, no, now, John. oh, yeah, uh, uh, back to the Mike <laughs> Pence story. In an interview on the Today Show uh, this morning, he was asked uh, what message he sends to people who aren't afraid of the coronavirus and think it's just politics and hype, quoting from President Trump on Monday that the, quote, fake news media and their partner, the Democrat Party, is doing everything to inflame the situation. Pence said without directly naming the president. Well, obviously, there's been some irresponsible rhetoric. Good luck, Mike.
1: That's Mike Pence at GarageLogic.com. <laughs> yeah, Mike said
5: it, not no. me. Uh, sports, uh, first, uh, I don't have this in my copy, but we'll, uh, things have been breaking as we're on the air here. Uh, Major League Baseball, the owners, and Rob Manford, the commissioner, will meet in an hour. They're making an announcement after that announcement. Uh, 99% expected to be they are suspending uh, Major League Baseball operations for the time being. Jeez. The National Hockey League... Uh, this morning has also suspended operations, so they have joined the NBA. There'll be no more hockey games until
0: no Vegas notice. at Wild tonight. In no, other words, but it's they do closing. plan to
5: resume the season. Yeah, well, yes. so is the NBA allegedly? Exactly. So yep. we'll see what happens there. So it's got to
1: abbreviated, won't it be? They they've got to pick up. Yes. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do that. They can't. No, no, I did not. You know, I'm very concerned. Um, Table Talk uh, has an oh, appearance geez. at the Auto Show <laughs> this weekend, and if they cancel Matt, that, that was just I don't know what's going to happen. The sister podcast of <laughs> no, which I no, will say, uh, no, which not. I will say, due to the mentions on Garage Logic, the last Table Talk has the highest ratings it has ever had. All
5: right, just riding on your back all the way, Joe. Yeah. Yep.
1: <laughs> uh,
5: also, you—I didn't see this, but you said the soccer. Yes, I saw. Yes, that. MLS, MLS season ML. canceled. Wow. Huh. Okay. Uh, COVID-19 already having a large impact uh, on other sports, too. If you missed it yesterday, the NCAA said March Madness won't have any fans in the stands. Uh, It'll also affect other championships. That includes wrestling. That's March 19th through the 21st at U.S. Bank Stadium. And they were going to shatter the attendance. You mispronounced
4: that. that, that. I think it's, it's wrestling.
5: Wrestling, sorry. Rasslin. Or are they yeah, going to still be allowed to wrestle? They're wrestling, but uh, they had hoped to shatter <laughs> attendance records with 45,000 seats available for all six sessions. Instead, it'll pretty much be empty except for wrestlers. Well, why let the wrestlers? They're all sweaty and hugging each other
0: and flipping each other around. I don't think they're tossing each, each other, right. other into the turnbuckles.
1: Yeah. Uh, with my esteemed focus on the broadcast, I did verify that MLS has suspended for 30 days, Thirty today. days, so not not uh, permanently.
3: And NASCAR has just updated from NBC Sports. Their next two races planned for Atlanta and Homestead will be run without fans in attendance.
4: Now, are they allowed in college, are they allowed to throw each other over the top rope? There's there's no rope, Kenny. No ropes, Kenny. No, <laughs> no, rope. no ropes. Just a match. <laughs> yeah.
0: Greco-Roman wrestling. What about just
4: turnbuckles? No, oh. chairs. Okay, they take
0: all those away, and all the collapsible uh, balsa wood chairs are removed. <laughs> Boring. Yep.
1: Collapse the chair. Every fight had the collapsible chair <laughs> yeah. hit to the back.
5: Uh, and we don't know, of course, now, since it looks like Major League Baseball is suspending operations also. Uh, the Twins, if so, for some in some way in two weeks can start their season, uh, they'll have to figure out where to play because uh, one of their first uh, uh, series is, is in Seattle, and there can be no gatherings, over 250 people. The Mariners would have to move those games. So yeah, there you go uh you've also uh probably you've been waiting like some people for somebody famous to get the disease it happened yesterday tom hanks and his wife rita wilson i wasn't waiting for anyone well i did the see the a disease. lot of people yeah. on yeah. twitter who said i'm not going to believe it until see if you can
4: find the audio of their kid making oh. the announcement oh yeah you've got to you got to try to find that so we can run it it's but really, really good. quick i, I did Colin? retweet this one it's, it's really it's good yeah. this
3: guy said tomorrow when your mom texts you that Tom Hanks has the coronavirus, yes, yes. don't tell her you already know.
5: Just let her have this one. Just this one. <laughs> mom, really? <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Last night was, if you are a news geek, was an amazing uh, three am. or four hours. It was it really impossible was. to go to bed. Oh, it was. Yeah. yeah. It, it was fun. I didn't find well, it. Well, I shouldn't, shouldn't, difficult. Say, shouldn't say fun, but you know what I mean. Is, it, is it, I haven't heard it, Kenny. Is there any swearing in it? Uh, no. Okay. No. University of Minnesota announced Wednesday it's canceling in-person classes at all five of its campuses because of the corona outbreak. Uh, we also found you out you guys. I heard you guys talking St. Thomas and Viz right here.
1: Uh, yes, yeah, St. Thomas uh, has been closed. Academy. For, the academy, academy has been closed yes. for today academy. and tomorrow, as well as visitation in Medota Heights. There was a parent that. Uh, had the contracted the virus, but it's told. We're told in the last email that it's very low risk. Got it. And the University of Saint Thomas is going to go to online classes starting on the sixteenth.
4: De D. Lasalle's playing right now. The girl's the only person in the stand is Carrie Clat.
0: Oh. <laughs> I got an email from her under the best beer segment. Oh, the, uh, the St. Paul Public Schools teachers are on strike, so it's, it's worked out pretty well for the kids uh, yeah. that are no longer in school.
4: A lot of kids are going on spring break either uh, now or by the end of the week, and what are your guesses on them being allowed to return? Uh, I'm guessing they're probably going to have an extended spring break. I had a
3: discussion this morning walking my son to school, and that's the anticipation from the district that my son okay. attends.
0: Why Why wouldn't responsible parents say, uh, kid, you're not going on spring
3: break? Right. Well, think of some no, of the... No, no, no but just no, not being in school no, is what Kenny's
0: referring to. We're talking
4: to. about even little kids, oh. just keeping them out of school. Did you find that audio? Yeah, I have it. I was just waiting whenever you Can we listen it. to this, John? But it's sure. it's a Tom, Tom Hanks' kid. Is it make... Colin,
3: the actor? No, Chet.
4: Chet. The, I don't the know, other that, son. I don't know do He's covered in tattoos.
5: What's up, everyone? Um, yeah, it's true. My parents got coronavirus. Crazy. Um, they're both down in Australia right now because my dad was shooting a movie down there. Um, but I just got off the phone with them. Uh, they both are fine. They're not even that sick. They're not worried about it. They're not tripping, but they're going through the necessary health precautions, obviously. But uh, I don't think it's anything to be too worried about. I appreciate um, everyone's concern and the well wishes, but um, I think it's all going to be all right. But Everything I appreciate be, it, right. <laughs> and uh, just everybody stay safe out there.
4: Everything's going to be all right. Everything's going Everything to be all right. right. Everything's going to be
3: okay. Everything's he's got it. I know he's got it. Everything's going to be. I know be, he's got it. And three, three, two, one. No. One.
4: ten. I'm still ten. getting used to this one. This kid, also, Joe, uh, uh, I don't know if you saw any footage of this, but he doesn't look like he's burdened with a job. <laughs> Probably <laughs> not. Doesn't <Probably laughs> sound like it.
5: <laughs> the, kid, the other kid's a pretty good actor, actually. I don't, I don't know anything know. about that. Uh, also breaking last night while all this was going on, Representative Ilhan Omar announced on her Instagram account she's married. Well, she likes to get married. The photo attached to the post shows her and who appears to be political consultant Tim Minette. Who she had been romantically uh, Minette, I'm sorry, who she had been romantically linked to. I think that's sweet. In a divorce filing, Minette's ex-wife alleged he was having an affair with Omar. Omar refused to comment on those claims while Minette denied them. In his legal response to his ex-wife's claims, he stated, after Ms. Minette confronted him about the unhappy nature of their marriage, he informed Ms. Minette that his heart was no longer in the marriage. It well,
0: is. they've gone from partners in politics to partners in life. Isn't that sweet? And it's just sweet. I'm happy. I'm very happy. It's very sweet. This yeah. is the man she denied dating. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did she, in fact, deny
5: it I I or think did she, she denied I, I don't
3: know. But, but, I think well, Manette he did. did. Manette did, yeah. yes. Manette because did. he was still legally married to. Is she. Right? She is
0: so clearly
3: in the no go zone uh-huh. that I can't believe this.
4: Yeah. Is she still under investigation for the five hundred thousand dollars? So. I hope so. Well,
5: because he ended up getting a bunch of money from her campaign. Half pay. a mil. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with that? <clears throat> Also, breaking while well, all this—well, congratulations g- to
0: that cute oh, couple. Oh yeah, that's that a nice couple. deal. That's a cute couple. Are you gonna get them a gift?
5: I think I'll send them a toaster or something. If I had the energy, I'd pick up my guitar and play the wedding march. But, I know, but yeah. you don't have the energy. But for... you
4: don't because your son brought the virus home. No, from he did. my <laughs> son well, is fine, sick, and now I'm you've son.
5: brought it to HBI. Son is fine. Uh, also, uh, last night, happening while well, all this was going on, Sarah Palin was unveiled as a, oh, the mass God. singer. What does that mean?
1: It's the TV show, The Masked Singer.
3: Joe, do you want to know how low we have stooped I as respect a society? You so much don't for tell that him about suit. this
1: show because he will just welcome the coronavirus at that point and say, <laughs> "Bring it son-. on!" The
3: fact that you have no idea what that is, uh, I have newfound respect for you. What is it? It's a uh, show. It's a singing competition
5: where people wear a mask. C- Why would you c- know celebrities? Because it's celebrities. There's
3: nonstop ads all the time. It's
5: the number one show when it's on. It's always the number yep. one show. It's celebrities who wear. A- outfits for lack of a better term and they sing and uh, oh, no. judges try to guess try to guess who the celebrity she can't is play Elle Green oh no. no. okay uh, she who gives was, a bleep Sarah was know, right? Sarah was unveiled yes, exactly. as one of them last night and you know what Sarah was singing did she have to sing on the mask yeah, well yeah that's, that's <laughs> the whole point you sing with the mask on and the celebrity judges try to figure out she either, was singing who it Sarah is. Smile uh no she's saying Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back so she was rapping <laughs> Sarah was rapping. Sarah Palin.
3: <laughs>
4: well, I like big butts, and I cannot lie. Uh, pass me by. And a girl walks in with a little bitty eye. Getting it's
5: <laughs> Yeah, I did see some folks on Twitter uh, asking for the big bang meteor bang. to come at this point and just destroy everything. So you're in a mask? You're in a, a whole a whole outfit. It's maybe a, you might look like a dinosaur. You have a whole outfit on. And you dance and sing. This country deserves the coronavirus.
3: <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> That's the reaction
4: it I thought I might it
1: get. It couldn't
0: be
4: better said. Well, don't look at, like,
1: I'm not making this story up. Don't look at me. Here's a guy in a bunny suit. I don't know who that is. It's like the Furby thing. Here's a guy in a kitty cat suit. <laughs> and John, he was giving you the look <sighs> like,
4: I expect you to protect me from this sort of news. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, what are
5: you doing I, uh, telling me why, this? Why are
3: you yelling if why, you.
0: Why was this? Why was
1: this sir. in your newscast <laughs> well,
5: well, about a mask? Because it was. It was all of last night's news just piled up at once, and that story was right there. Right this in, guy's see, like
1: a duck. See any little ducky
3: there. See Sarah would have shown me something if she would have saying, you know, back in the USSR, or something relating to Russia. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been pretty True. funny.
1: Wait, uh, uh,
3: I love by the way how Joe looked at you as if you created. Yeah, the show. My, you it's were, my fault.
1: You were, you were the guy. You
4: did the St. Thomas piece, right, Rook? Yes. Uh, It'll start online classes
5: on Monday. Correct. college? Right. Yes, UST. Yeah. Uh, As Joe said, St. Paul Public School teachers are still on strike. Uh, The union representing the teachers are back at the bargaining table as of Thursday morning. Uh, Nick... Faber, as president of the St. Paul Federation of Educators, said, we are ready to start negotiating to get a contract that won't leave any student or educator behind. Kevin Burns, a district spokesman, said the district is enthusiastically looking forward to resuming discussions. Earlier at a Wednesday afternoon news briefing, Burns said the school system was preparing a new proposal for mediation. The strike is in its third day as of Thursday. A Brevard County man in Florida arrested for standing naked in his driveway and throwing rocks at passing cars, according to the My brother used to do report. that. I don't naked? see it. No, the what, kidding.
4: What's the problem <laughs> with that?
5: Brevard County deputies called to a Port St. John neighborhood Tuesday, found 34-year-old Dewey Kahn standing nude in the driveway of his home. Deputies said there were multiple witnesses nearby who saw Kahn throwing rocks and hitting cars. Kahn is being charged with the exposure of sexual organs, according to jail. How many, how many does he have? I'm guessing it's PCP, right? <laughs> uh, they didn't say if yeah. he was under the influence. It sounds like angel dust. Uh, okay, Mr. Druggy. <laughs> yeah, our, our angel dust expert. Yeah. Uh, one other coronavirus story. Uh, this one is an odd controversy concerning coronavirus. The mayor of a small French town defending hosting a record-breaking gathering of 3,500 people dressed as Smurfs over the weekend after France accusations... Too, huh? The event increased the <laughs> risk of spreading coronavirus. Mayor Patrick Leclerc said we must not stop living. It was the chance to say that we are alive. The gathering came a day before France banned all gatherings of more than 1,000 people in a bid to contain the spread of the virus. It's killed 25 in France, and right now over 1,500 people are infected. The Smurf rally drew criticism, especially from the me- uh, media in Italy, which is battling its most intense outbreak Fans of the hit Belgian cartoon about a colony of blue human-like creatures living in houses shaped like mushrooms descended on Saturday on the Breton town to break the world record for gatherings of Smurfs. Thank you, Johnny. Yep. Thank you very much, and uh,
0: we'll see you just in a little bit here, huh?
5: The Earth is
0: not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. You know, when you take into consideration our climate and the condition of our roads, you might be in that SUV segment that's looking for a Porsche Macan, maybe the Jag F-Pace, Audi Q5, the Benz GLC, BMW X3. Stop in your tracks. Get to Countryside in Maplewood, the southeast quadrant of Highway 61 and Highway 36. And look at the window stickers on the Alfa Romeo Stelvio which is what I'm driving. You're going to be fascinated. You're going to be doing yourself a fiduciary favor. It's an absolutely fantastic vehicle. I've had no problems whatsoever, and if you do, man, is that taken care of with great service because Countryside, Volkswagen, Alfa Romeo, and Fiat is a uh, generational Owned dealership, they don't have fifteen or twenty stores, and the only way they can win your business is to uh, guarantee you the kind of loyalty that you would expect from a uh, family business. They're also clearing out the 2019 Fiats with discounts up to five thousand dollars off on the 124 Spiders, and uh, a great selection of manual transmission 124 Spiders. You can get in, you can get it in automatic. I don't know why you would. It's much more fun. Uh, with the stick, the 2020 Volkswagen Tiguan's around the ground and ready for delivery. And uh, there's an Alfa Romeo 2019 clearance sales as the 2020s are arriving. And certified pre-owned VW TDIs are getting a two-year unlimited mileage warranty from VW. And that's bumper to bumper. But re- And the Fiat 500X, throw that into your uh, SUV or crossover category. But if you're looking for an SUV, uh, just turn away from the Germans for a moment. And go to Northern Italy, where the car with the best badge in the business is made in Milan, the Stelvio. Check out the prices. You'll be, uh, you'll be glad that you did. And uh, please tell them that you are visiting Countryside because of the uh, podcast, the GL podcast. SchmelzVW.com, schmelzalfaromeo.com, and SchmelzFiat.com.
3: I have a bit of breaking news. It's a podcast. From Jeff Goodman, the Big Ten tournament has been canceled canceled. Oh. Okay, just oh. announced. Oh. <laughs> um the opener,
1: what are we laughing at? I don't know, I just laughter of affectation. The oh.
4: Oh, the IndyCar opener in St. Petersburg March 15th, uh they will not be in, uh, not be allowing spectators in. Wow. It's a 3 or excuse me, a 1.8 mile road course.
0: you recall i brought up the word defenestration the other day when you're getting thrown out of a window we have a great listener named uh the big o who uh (laughs) uh, uh, (laughs) informed me that defenestration is what started the 30 years war uh it referred to the defenestration which had occurred in prague city hall almost 200 years earlier in july of 1419 which also on that occasion led to war, the Hussite War. The word comes from the new Latin de, down or from, and fenestra window or opening. Likewise, it can also refer to the condition of being thrown out a window, as in the defenestration of ermintrude inch. While the act of defenestration, connotes the forcible or preemptory removal of an adversary, and the term is sometimes used in just that sense. It also suggests breaking the windows in the process. So, mm. so it's a hell of a hey, word, uh, yes. It,
3: yes. Uh, sorry, uh, Duke University has just suspended all athletics indefinitely. They will not be participating in the NCAA tournament. Wow. Hey, uh, That's one of the top teams in the country. Joe, mm-hmm. do you know what the big O is? He's my buddy. I don't know what the big O
1: is.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Do you know that Minnesota has a quarantine law? (laughs) No. (laughs) State leaders are dusting off a law first written almost two decades ago during an anthrax scare that spells out the circumstances and procedures for forced quarantines. The law has never been invoked, but state lawmakers are taking a closer look at it in case it's needed in response to COVID-19. Back when it was written... The nation reeled from the September 11 terror attacks. Then anthrax-laced letters began popping up, killing five people and sickening more than a dozen. Government officials in Minnesota and elsewhere asked how to deal with infectious agents that could pose an immediate public health crisis. At the Minnesota legislature, then-Representative Richard Mulder, Republican Ivanhoe, stood on the House floor with a small bottle of powder to emphasize the threat. There's also enough anthrax spores in this bottle to infect ev- and kill every person in the state, he said. Jeez. Okay. It wasn't really anthrax, but his point was made. Within months, Minnesota had a new bioterrorism law that also defined how quarantines and isolation would be handled and what rights people under such orders had. Mulder's partner in the, uh, in the law, then Representative Thomas Huntley, DFL Duluth, told colleagues it was designed to protect both the public And the subject of quarantine orders, a list of things that make certain that it would be in safe and hygienic environment and the least restrictive method possible. He said people would have to be regularly monitored, be provided food, clothing and shelter and be freed of restrictions once their risk subsided. Mm. uh, State health officials said this week that the mandatory quarantine power has never been used. Voluntary quarantine has worked so far with people who have tested positive for COVID-19 said state epidemiologist, Chris Erisman. They've been very accommodating and willing to abide by our recommendation, which is great. She said, anyone put on quarantine can expect to get fact sheets, access to 24 seven phone consultations and assistance of obtaining food, medicine, or other items. If no one else is around to provide them. Uh, let me see if I can cut to the chase here. State Uh, Senator Michelle Benson, Republican Ham Lake, has directed her staff to write up a memo for top legislators on the law's origins and authority. She was involved in a 2018 update of the quarantine law that added more conditions, including severe acute respiratory syndromes and influenza that can cause a pandemic. Both could apply to COVID-19. Does it say we're actually going to be done this? Senator Scott Dibble, DFL Minneapolis, was in the House. When the initial quarantine law passed, he raised concerns about it back then and said the sentiments he expressed then still apply today. We always just need to strike the balance between providing for public safety and security and health and making sure that we uphold what is also very important at the same time, individual rights and freedoms and guard against an overly intrusive government power, he said. Dibble suspects that the proper balance between protecting the public good and protecting individual rights will be tested as more COVID-19 cases are confirmed in Minnesota. Well, at the rate things are getting canceled, it would seem to me the citizenry and various leagues and organizers and what ha- – isn't there a, a cross-country <laughs> ski race just canceled, John? Yep. In Minneapolis? It's not like
4: they had enough snow. Anyway. I don't, I'm so, not sure yeah. they could have done it. it they seems had to been me that, making snow, but still.
0: It seems to me the more people get in front of this, the more you would be taking away the need for a government-forced quarantine.
1: Yes, because people are – right, exactly.
0: If we s- If we keep eliminating the events that we might – That might cause us to be together. I don't see any reason for the government to step in and say, "Uh, "Stay in your house." Mm -hmm. Did you read the
4: piece in the uh, Star Tribune? State the headline: "State may have a leg up on social distancing." Yes, and the first few graphs talk about Michael Osterholm or Osterholm what he's doing, um, and his quote here at this point: "I have now ended all my travel." Uh, and he's practicing social distancing this means staying at home blah 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 blah
0: Ulster home is yeah. yeah
4: but you get to the crux of the uh, article halfway halfway through it While social isolation and loneliness may have serious health risks, including higher rates of... Oh, I'm reading the wrong one. um, uh, Culturally, we might have a bit of a head start in the practice of social distancing in Minnesota, where the state's Scandinavian heritage encourages (laughs) personal space. That's right. (laughs) And when people tell us to be three to six feet apart we say, that's way too close. (laughs) We're a bunch of phlegmatic Swedes who stare at our shoes. (laughs) That's my people.
0: There's a picture of a guy, a video of a guy in Rome who built his own social distancing tool. He's got a giant six-foot cardboard disc that he wears. And you can't can't get any closer than than six six feet. (laughs) Oh, you just coughed, and
4: that reminded me. Uh, I I frequently cough here at work, and every time I cough, I say, smoker, (coughs) smoker, smoker, smoker. (laughs) Smoker. (laughs)
0: Hi, Joe. I think I had a good thought, but I wanted to check with the Brain Trust to be sure. Your theory on how things fall apart the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings was proven to me this morning. This is dated today, March 12th. I live in Andover, but I work in St. Cloud. Last night, I actually needed some toilet paper, so I decided to run to Walmart. The shelves were completely empty. This sent my 10-year-old daughter into a panic. I told her, don't worry, when Dad goes to work tomorrow, I will get us some toilet paper. She asked me, how do you know they will have some? She has been listening to you for a long time. So I told her because the tallest buildings in St. Cloud is only four stories. She knew exactly what I meant. This morning, I stopped at a grocery store and there was plenty of toilet paper. I grabbed only what I needed and proceeded to check out. I asked the woman who checked me out if they had any people hoarding. She said no. People would be embarrassed to act like that here. We know everyone. Something about that statement gave me peace. As long as there are small towns, there will be people with common sense and a sense of community. As long as there is that, we will be okay. I hope this doesn't cause hordes of people to drive to St. Cloud now for toilet paper. (laughs) Pushing back every day on my long trip up Highway 10, Kelly. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Kelly's with... uh, Is Kelly a he? KZBK Wild Country 99. Oh, yeah. Morning show host and imaging director,
1: Kelly
3: Jordan. Kelly's the guy, he gave us a bunch of liners and stuff. He's awesome, yeah. Yeah. Kelly, uh,
4: I love that, um, but he just gave it away. But he's so right about not
0: doing things... Because people know you,
4: you're worried, and it'll get around
0: town so fast. You gotta, Kenny, up in your neck of the woods. I bet there's no shortages in the stores. I,
4: you know, I took a call from somebody, or no, it was a text message this morning from a friend who uh, said her her particular cub is full of both medicine and toilet paper, and don't you dare announce that on the
5: air. But, John, you got information. I got a message this morning yeah. from uh, somebody who works at a Costco. Right. Who said uh, <laughs> there is a huge run again on water and toilet paper this morning. Water? And, and she I don't said get the water there. We going to
0: turn off the water?
5: Well, water. I, apparently they think they can't drink water out of the tap. That's something I can think of. I know. I don't know. I have no idea what uh, the thought process is there. I've uh, stocked up on
1: about uh, 14 <laughs> cases of water. <laughs>
4: it, isn't it an interesting turnaround for you, Mr. Royce, who yes, last sir. week at this point, was yes. poo-pooing this, and now you're
1: leading the charge. <laughs> the uh, I've moved the peg uh, one <laughs> in 10. I was at negative five. Now we're at about three. <laughs> Not even last week,
3: Kenny, as, as late as last Tuesday mm-hmm. <laughs> this week. Wow.
4: That What's was a the quick, big deal? That was a quick turnaround.
3: Hail the flashlight, kid. Hail Hail you. You.
0: My family and I are flying out of MSP into Miami on Saturday. We are boarding a cruise ship, heading out on Sunday. We are not worried about COVID-19, as the family and I are not compromised health-wise, thank God. We got a wonderful discount on our plane tickets today. We went from $1,900 to the four of us to 1050 The cruise company will be next. We are also boarding the ship with my brother and his family, who are also very healthy. My brother is actually quite excited about boarding a ship that will be more than, more than likely half empty. Hopefully free alcohol and uh, a 1,290-foot ship that will feel mostly our own. Good luck to me. Love the show. I'm excited to listen to the podcast sipping coffee in the morning and watching the sun come up off my balcony. Probably a best beer sitting there, too, Kevin Nelson. Well, have a, have a great trip. Have a great trip. I'm I, I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm not getting on any cruise that holds more than 25 people, <laughs>
3: <laughs> including Kenny's uh, Pontoon.
0: If you can get 25 people on Kenny's Pontoon I would go, which we've now changed the name to Gutter Drunk. That's, <laughs> it. That's the name. That's the name of the pontoon, Gutter Drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also uh uh want to point out that uh Oh, uh, Jesse has a good point. Hail the Flashlight King. Hail Hail you. you. Joe, I've been noticing this for a while, really ever since the Green Line was approved to be built. We need to recognize this for what it is. There is an active war against internal combustion vehicles. I want to be very clear that this is not institutional oversight, not ignorance, not incompetence, but active warring against the existence and use of a personal vehicle. I believe it's also bigger than just our transportation. Take it to its logical source. Most generally, who votes for the people currently holding power in the cities? Just do a stereotypical cartoon bubble of that population. You've been dancing around it with your idea that they don't take into account families. I believe you are correct in a sense, but I would go one step further. They specifically don't want families in their constituency. Mm -hmm. Families require expensive infrastructure and parents actively advocate for their child's well-being. Generally speaking, more strongly than those without kids advocating for themselves, for example. And those constituents are engaged and annoying to these leaders. They don't want them around. They want a larger number of a bunch of single drones packed in to buildings who just vote for progress without any experience or civic knowledge. Once you gain experience, have a family, and start to actually advocate to improve the place where you live, they want you to leave. The sad truth for those who have historically called the inner city home, you have lost your home. Stop trying to fight to change it back to what it once was. It's gone and is not coming back. So if you don't like it, I would recommend that you leave and take your tax dollars with you to somewhere that wants to cater to your needs rather than dictate what they perceive they should be. Good luck, Jesse. That's Hmm. fascinating. That's right on the money. I kept saying they don't like kids. He takes it a step further. They don't want them around. They don't want them around. Their kids are expensive.
1: That's messed up. are, they. And rewarding. And rewarding. Hell
0: yes. Who are
5: you supposed to give the needle to if they're not around? Right. That's not around. i got uh, one more to piggyback on Chris's Duke story. Yeah. The number one team in the nation now. Yep. Kansas has suspended all athletics. Well, it's a matter of time before they're just going to cancel the tournament. Yeah, they have
0: to. We're uh, we're headed towards a complete uh, shutdown of pretty much everything. Yeah. It's called social distancing, which may prevent uh, serious carnage
3: from this Um, COVID-19. I actually just got this text message from the nurse that I'm married to uh, in a uh, tragic but predictable turn of events. She has extended a no touching policy at our home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that will indefinitely. <laughs> yeah, she got one
0: of the big six foot cardboard discs
1: that she's gonna wear. <laughs> yeah, uh, she was checking similar. his reach last night.
4: Going back now, I think in my memory, yeah, Ben is twenty years. Yeah, so that's been in effect for twenty years.
1: 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> twenty years. She was way ahead of
0: it. <laughs> twenty years. Uh. Joe, I have long said, if you want to worry about something, be worried about a viral pandemic. I work in the biomaterial industry here in Minnesota. These are the things that scare the hell out of me, not climate change. Mark from Lake Beauty. Do you know Lake Beauty? Yeah, it's uh, just a few minutes east of Long Prairie. Well, he also notes regarding the pandemic, there are many unknowns as we do not yet have a full data set. All bets are off regarding total number of infections and mortality rate. Reason for I email, I have heard speculation on the show regarding the possibility of reinfection of the virus post-active infection. Please be careful when discussing this possibility. Unless the virus mutates, that conclusion is uncertain. Another discussion with Mike Osterholm may be a good idea for a future show. Appreciate the show and everything about your crew. Well, maybe with the exception of Kenny. Kidding. (laughs) Somewhat similar to Mr. Olson. I also live among the wood ticks on the acreage not too far from Alex and love it. Take care. Mark from Lake Beauty. I I, I know my lakes in Minnesota. I didn't know there was a beauty. Uh, It's, yeah, it lives up to its name. It's a beauty. Beautiful life. We'll be back. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere.
4: Schoonover Body Works and Glass in Shoreview is our one-stop, family-owned, third-generation body shop and are solely responsible for cheering us all up today. And, Mike, you're on uh, the—Mike? Mike? Mike? Hey. Oh, I'm here, Kenny. I'm Mike's here. Mike's on the line. Uh, we're going to need a huge effort from you today to keep things positive, positive. Uh, and I want to start that, and I've got another question, but I want to start with the positivity. With this good press you received this week on the Internet with another rave review, uh, I, I retweeted you, Mike, but uh, like usual, uh, I didn't really read it. <laughs> what did the rave review say?
2: Oh, you know, thanks, Kenny. It, uh, it just tells us, how we are doing with our competition with our Google reviews. And uh, I get to measure myself against the best shops in Minneapolis, St. Paul and, Right now we're on top, so uh, it's, it's going to be hard to stay there. So we're that, pretty happy where we're at.
4: That makes me feel good, and you're going to have to stay there because I've been telling everybody you're, you're, you're the best in town. Okay, so I, I've got a friend. She was in a wreck, and she felt that her insurance company was trying to tell her where to get her damage repaired. Uh, I told her that's not the case, but I need to hear it from you again. Tell us again how the process works
2: post-crash. So there's a lot of that going on, Kenny, that insurance companies are trying to what we call steer uh, people to specific shops to try to save money or to try to do it certain ways. In the state of Minnesota, and this is good news, uh, customers have the right to choose the shop that they want to take it to, no matter what the insurance company says. That's
3: what I thought. And a lot
2: of the, a lot of the BS that they try to uh, uh, tell the customers is that it's not going to be warrantied. Uh, they can't guarantee the repairs. They can't do this, that, and the other thing. Shops in this area are great shops, and customers need to pick their own shop. Perfect. And they and, have the right to do that. So.
4: And on top of all of that, you guys guarantee the repairs for as long as the customer owns the uh, vehicle, right?
2: Yes. Well, Not just on positive Thursdays.
4: Well, I was just going to say, I was going to say you did it again. That's very, very positive. We do have a choice. Our choice here at GL is the top rated Schoonover Body Works and Glass, County E, Lexington, and Leafy. Wait, that's right, right? County E, Lexington? Yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah. Uh, in Leafy, lovable Shoreview. Check them out, com. Suchy boy, you have a choice. I'm telling you, choose wisely, grasshopper. Well, oh, I
0: will. Don't <laughs> worry. Not a problem.
3: <laughs>
0: I'll be seeing Mike.
3: I'm going up there tomorrow with my car. Get your headlights cleaned. <laughs> how do I do that? <laughs> let's not... Let's I let toothpaste no. a, really uh, wish we uh, would have recorded John, that conversation. Go ahead, please. I'm caught I'm caught the yep. like
5: a few more uh, news notes here. Uh, surprisingly, they're mostly about coronavirus. Well, that's what we need to be discussing. How about this
1: title right here?
5: Uh, New York governor bans gatherings over
0: 500 people. Well, well there that's goes the streets your of New York. And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: The
5: uh, Federal Reserve Bank says it'll offer 1.5 trillion dollars worth of short-term loans to banks today and tomorrow. Uh, the reason for that is uh, they'd like to prop up the stock market a little bit. Hopefully, well, she's uh, only
3: down 2100 right now. Yeah,
5: so far that that hasn't uh, that hasn't uh, done much good. Uh, she's down, like Chris just said, 21 563. Uh, that's over eight percent. The S and P down almost eight percent, and the Nasdaq almost down seven and a half percent. So. Uh,
3: how you doing, Suchi boy?
5: Not going well again on the old uh, stock market there tonight. Oh, now we're at over two thousand. Yeah, we're down. So. but what's coming up on the riot?
1: <laughs> it was 21,555 in about June of twenty seventeen. So we're rolling back about. So I wonder what, how this three years. I wonder
4: how this will affect home purchases and home building.
3: It will affect it greatly. How about home sales?
5: Affected greatly. Right. Uh, testing has now identified nine cases of COVID 19 in Minnesota, with Hennepin, Dakota, and Stearns counties now having their first cases. The case count was reported Thursday by the Minnesota Department of Health on its COVID 19 webpage. The results are based on tests so far of 316 patients in Minnesota. Uh, if you're not sure, it's a respiratory illness. I know there's been some questions about that. The rise in cases in Minnesota has prompted a variety of responses with some colleges postponing in-person classes, organizations canceling events. State health officials are preparing the state to move from a strategy of containment and limiting the emergence of the outbreak to reducing its impact, now once it's here. They continue to urge people to stay home when sick to avoid spreading germs and to take basic social distancing precautions, cover coughs and wash your hands frequently. Two large Twin Cities health systems responded Thursday with free online screenings via their virtual clinic programs to assess patients for COVID-19 risks. Patients will have no copays pays or other costs if they use health partners VirtuWell and M Health Fairview's OnCare systems to find out if their cold and respiratory symptoms merit testing for the illness. Two health systems announcing that Thursday morning. Minnesota State High School League is limiting the number of people at its tournament games, canceling some games beginning Friday due to COVID-19 concerns. League said Thursday all state and section championship brackets for girls basketball, boys basketball, and adapted floor hockey will be played. However, consolation and third place games for girls basketball and adapted floor hockey have been canceled. Additionally, tournament attendance for all games will now be limited to participants, coaches, event staff, TV partners, credentialed media, and a small number of school-approved spectators for each team. MSHSL said it's critical that all attendees at tournaments follow the recommendations regarding personal hygiene and avoidance of contact with anyone who's experiencing respiratory complications or fever.
3: Did you guys happen to see, by the way, there was a story in The Atlantic that I read yesterday um, I know you'll find that shocking, John, but I did actually I, read I it. I do find that shocking. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the extraordinary decisions facing Italian doctors right mm-hmm. now. Who to save?
5: That's pretty mm-hmm. uh, harrowing. Wow. Yeah. Well, if the, and part of what Kenny addressed earlier, why we should be concerned about when all this happens. They uh, got overwhelmed. We yeah. yeah. We wouldn't have enough beds for patients. So, again, the doctors would have to go, um,. I guess here's Joe, your, here's Bill. You know what do we do? We so.
4: take over hotels is what we do. Well, they
5: slip behind. You say, keep it fair. Keep it. Fair, <laughs> uh, the, the report I saw last night said they'd start using schools, community centers, that sort of thing, to try and. Uh, Who thinks set up of places. a Rodney quote in the middle of keep that? Fair, I honestly, don't know. I just, hey. what's,
4: what's wrong with you? keep it fair? It's been it fair,
3: nice knowing it, you, fellas. Yeah. It's it's really been a fun <laughs> run. The Senate uh, did announce.
1: What's so, all
0: easy for you to say? I'm the
3: target.
1: Yeah, uh, this is the guy. I'm the guy. Nah, they're gonna be. Nah, okay. you're gonna be okay. They'll
0: I mean be okay. <laughs> nah,
3: they're gonna be okay. Thank they you. <laughs> finally. <laughs> hey, <laughs> happy birthday! Five
0: bleeping days you you to, had to find sit, it.
1: Sit there for a while, didn't you, yeah. <laughs> Sid? You still there? Yeah, yes, we are. We're, we're good.
0: Are you worried about it, Sid? What? Are Hello? you? worried? Are you worried about the coronavirus? You're coming up. And by the way, happy birthday to you. Yes. You're coming up on your 100th birthday. Congratulations. You're a good man. I love you. Do you have any thoughts about the coronavirus? Huh? The coronavirus. Hello? Who's the other player? No, there's no player involved. It's a, it's an airborne illness. Are you worried about it at your age? Yeah, they're going to be okay. That's what I'm thinking. What's yeah. the
4: meanest thing he ever said to you? I can't repeat it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the first thing he ever said to you is the best. Yeah. That's really the best. Who the bleep are you? Along
0: those hey, lines. Yeah. Yeah. How do you spell music? <laughs> I've never met him before. First day on the job. In there at six at night. How old were you? Mm-hmm twenty three or four. Okay. And I got a tie on and I'm just, oh boy, I'm gonna be with Woodward the big and Bernstein. Paper, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be a this is a big deal and I'm the only one in the sports department. And in comes Sid with a cardboard box <laughs> of what I later learned to be he would just gather up all the news releases during the day when he'd visit his various stops and he'd throw them in this cardboard box and bring them to work. Oh, and, like
4: press releases. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And uh he looked at me and he said, uh, he's or he starts typing and I think, Wow, I'm in the same this is cool, man. I'm yeah. this guy's been on the radio forever. His column is widely known throughout the country and I'm on the same staff. I can't believe I'm in the shadow of this guy. And all of a sudden they hear him say, Hey, horse's ass How do you spell music? Has that got a K or two C's? And I thought, oh, what oh, have I gotten into? Right. <laughs> Welcome to the paper. Welcome to the strip. Yeah. Welcome to your career. How do you spell two, music?
4: Two C's. Yeah. Oh.
0: that got a K or two C's. Now, what I've I always wondered—I yep. can even give you the date—I yep. would love to go back and know in what context yeah. he would have used the word music.
3: Doesn't well, the Star Tribune have an archive? Well, I'm
0: sure they do. I just haven't gotten around to
3: it. <laughs> You're no. Just waiting it out.
0: I'm waiting right. it out. I'm not. Waiting oh, out.
3: Wait. Is... There's your column.
0: No. Happy birthday, Sid, from all of us. Seriously,
3: yeah, happy yes, birthday. happy birthday. Though. Come this on, a do a Sid day? piece. I think
0: it's 15th. Do you think they'd run
3: it?
4: Of oh, course they'd yes. run it. Yeah, sure. Do a Sid piece. You have us. to. Yeah, do maybe. a Sid piece. Come on. Yeah,
0: well, then let's end the show.
3: Let's, let's get, get going. can't hey, get the, I get the 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> what do you
0: mean? A Sid oh, piece. I don't know. But they don't, you only get that if I use the idea. Hey, um, I'm not. Done, I'm going to tell you something. Grunhoffers. Well, I want to tell you I have an idea for Grunhoffers. Okay. They should start providing customers with beer pairings. Oh, boy. Huh? That's, well,
3: that's not a, a bad good idea. idea. Yeah. Pretty good beer idea. pairings. That's a great Cause idea. Because
0: we get all these best beers and uh, uh, best beer stories, and it got me to thinking at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats at the north end of Hugo on Highway 61, they might say, here's the best beer to have with this Brat. Whether it's uh, what kind of broth, what they got oh, all kinds got of Oh, you
1: got maybe a garlic and butter broth or a wild rice. Yeah, right, they got
0: them. You can get them. Regular broth. You can get them. Sweet what brat. kind of broth is best with oven ready? Pre-made I don't know. Why don't you loaf. tell us, horse's ass?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Meatloaf's. I got to care a couple of C's. They got a new brat, the beer
0: cheese brat. No, seriously, they, yeah. they got a lot of young people on the staff there. Not to mention Spencer might know his beers. Wouldn't it be interesting to have a an idea of which beer to pair Absolutely. with some of that fabulous yes. meat?
3: Well, and frat. Had brought this up on the beer show about doing something similar to that, but then maybe do a grill giveaway from Fratelloni's Ace Hardware. Wow, that would be so, that would be really cool.
0: Uh, get out there over the weekend; be great grilling weather, and you know that you'll run into hundreds, hundreds <laughs> of GLers who assemble. Uh, particularly on weekends. That's when you ran into a big crowd, right, yes, Johnny Height? Very much so. At uh, Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo. It's right on the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. You can't miss it because it's got that big red GL sign out front. Mm-hmm. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats.
1: I'm going to eat that entire meatloaf tonight. I'm sure. Did you, you have will. your special um, his vacation solo anniversary party yet? <laughs> <laughs> solo. <laughs> Not yet. I take it. Okay. Don't, don't interrupt the
4: music. M. U C I, I-, C- I <laughs> K K.
1: <laughs> Close enough. I looked Close at him some.
0: and I said, he's got one C.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Hartman, did he thank you profoundly uh, or did he just let her go?
0: I look at K to be, I don't know, K, a couple C's.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> thought, oh, Christ, what am I getting into?
1: <laughs> Entertainment like that can only be found on the Garage Logic Podcast, which you will, found, we will find at. PodMN. It's an app for your phone or go online to podmn.com. GarageLogic podcast version. Thanks for downloading. What do you do? Downloading in? tune You don't tune in. Huh? I don't know. I'll be over here.